ADHD Babes, the podcast, a podcast hosted by the ADHD Babes community for the community. Join us every two weeks to share in our babes' personal experiences, get useful tools and be educated by special guests in topics such as ADHD management, relationships, general well-being, tech and fun, culture and more. Please note, nothing mentioned during the podcast is meant as a diagnosis. If you believe you have ADHD, please seek professional advice and visit or join ADHDbabes.com for help with diagnosis. No clinical diagnosis is required to join. And now, you're listening to the next episode of ADHD Babes, the podcast. ADHD Babes is sponsored by Timo. Timo is a paid subscription app for smartphones and smartwatches that supports executive function challenges. It helps organize your life, stick to your routines, and work towards your personal goals in a visual and motivating way. Available now on Apple and Android stores. Hello and thank you for joining us. As September is Sickle Cell Awareness Month, we have a special episode on ADHD in sickle cell. Today's episode is hosted by me, Jules, um, and today's topic is one that is near and dear to my heart. Um, just a bit about me, I am a carrier of the sickle cell gene, and I found out that I had the gene at the age of 24. My mum is a carrier, um, and my brother is also a carrier, so out of me, uh, out of three of us siblings, it's myself and my brother. Um, and surprisingly, I did the test as a baby, according to my mum. Mm. Um, but they, it came back like I was all okay. And it was only until when I got to about 24 and I felt extremely weak and heavily fatigued. Um, and I sort of fainted at work. Then I was mm. just like, okay, it's time to figure out what it is. A lot of the doctors were like, oh, you're just anemic. <laughs> and I was just like, hmm, okay, so what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so in the end, they did the test and found out that actually you are a, I am a carrier. So that's a bit about my, about myself. Um, and I'm going to kind of like shift the gears. Um, so joining in on the discussion today, we have two ADHD babes. Our first guest is Vivian, who is our ADHD base founder who you've listened to previously. So welcome, Viv. Tell us a bit about yourself and your relationship with sickle cell. Hey, everyone. Um, so I also am a carrier, so I've got sickle cell trait. Um, I'm not sure if any of my siblings have it. We did speak about it the other day and everyone was doing question marks. So I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, sickle cell runs in my family. So um, I've got quite a few cousins that have sickle cell and sickle cell trait. Um, and yeah, quite a few friends as well. Uh, that I didn't know until later on in life that they had had sickle cell. Um, so yeah, it's quite personal to me as well. Okay, that's interesting because you said like a lot of people in your family um, have the trait as well as the actual, mm. as well as actual sickle cell. So do you do you think at some point your siblings might potentially do tests, or are they just like, well, we'll just see how it goes? I think <laughs> now, um, like that, we get to the age where it's like, okay, if you want to meet, meet someone and mm. settle down and have a family, it's like that's part of the family planning. Mm. So yeah, I think now everyone's kind of thinking about how can we get the test. But our mum also swears that we did it when we were younger, um, and that they don't think anyone else has it other than me. 
but yeah, everyone wants to just be sure and yeah. be on the same page still. Great. Yeah. Um, so our second ADHD babe is Moji. Hello. Welcome, Moji. Thank you. Um, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your relationship with sickle cell? Yeah. Uh, hi, everyone. Um, so I have sickle cell anemia. Um, I've got. I've, I'm from Southeast London, first and foremost. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got two siblings, an older brother who has the trait, and a younger sister. But um, I didn't even have any real kind of comprehension of sickle cell until about the age of 10, because that's when I had mm. my first sickle cell crisis. So mm. that's when it, you know, started to have direct impact on my life from that point onwards. But yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Age of 10 is so, it's, it's, it's crazy that it has to get to a, a time where, you know, even though sometimes the like NHS and healthcare don't mm. really kind of like yeah. look at those things and give us the proper precautions and tests. Mm. And it's not until you have your first crisis yeah. is when you are then kind of like, oh, okay, so these are the things that we now have to look out mm -hmm. for and stuff. Yeah. So um, glad to have you here, Moji. Thank you. I'm Viv. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It's going to be a great conversation. Yeah. Um, Can I just also like add that this episode is specifically being sponsored by Timo, who are an amazing visual planner app, um, and they're helping us with this wonderful campaign that we're doing. So big up, Timo. Big yeah. up, Michelle. <laughs> 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 Um, so some of you may be asking, um, what is sickle cell? So um, I don't know if one of you can kind of like tell us um, what sickle cell is. Yeah. So I'd be happy to. Yes, yeah, yeah. perfect. No problem at all. Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, sickle cell anemia is a genetic blood um, disorder um, and it causes like a mutation in the red blood cells. So what that means is that um, the red blood cells become abnormally shaped, like a moon crescent, a crescent moon or sickle, hence that's where the name comes from. Mm. Um, so what happens is those abnormally shaped blood cells kind of clump up in the blood vessels and, you know, cause blockages where the blood can't flow. Um, and then that's the, um, where the, you know, crisis, sickle cell crisis can kind of um, come from and stuff and it can mm. cause major complications. And there's a myriad of different symptoms, but... Um, sickle cell crisis is the major one, the main mm. one. But yeah, mm. so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, so as some will probably know, sickle cell actually mainly affects black people mm -hmm. um, within our community. As also, I did know somebody who was from the Asian community mm -hmm. who also had sickle cell. So it's quite common within the black and the Asian community, mm -hmm. um, and. The reason why this discussion, we're having this discussion, is kind of just more awareness, mm -hmm. yeah. um, not only for the actual um, um, sickle cell anemia, but also the trait and how people can, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, mention family planning going forward, mm -hmm. um, you know, when you're looking out for partners and, you know, wanting to have families, kind of like considering mm -hmm. those things. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say that that this conversation is extremely important and I'm glad that we are having it mm -hmm. um, and we're having it within our ADHD babes community so we love <laughs> that um, so I guess it will be good for each of us to kind of like tell um, everyone how this uh, well I guess the sickle cell sort of trait and anemia um, symptoms affect your day-to-day -day life and how that overlaps with your ADHD diagnosis. Mm. So yeah. I would start with you, Moji. <laughs> no problem. Um, 
It's um, kind of interesting because I recently got my diagnosis, ADHD diagnosis, yes. last month. Yes, so, yes, yeah. yes, 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 big up you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was definitely a huge relief, um, kind of, you know, sitting in limbo for a while, not mm. knowing if, that, if it was actually what, if that's what was actually happening. But so, yeah, it has been a huge relief, but kind of still um, processing it all because it's still quite fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've been able to kind of take some time to kind of, um, backtrack and kind of um, use hindsight to see like oh okay I can connect the dots in terms of mm-hmm. my sickle cell symptoms and my ADHD symptoms mm-hmm. um, but I think the biggest thing for me is um, obviously with having sickle cell anemia um, the chronic there's you know just having chronic anemia so mm-hmm. um, you know that what with that comes lethargy tiredness um, fatigue mm-hmm. low energy levels you know the list can go on on mm-hmm. <laughs> on so um, you know, when you compound that with the ADHD um, diagnosis um, or ADHD um, symptoms, it can just be like, bruh, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing is getting done. Yeah. So um, I think with um, ADHD, like um, one of the things that I struggle with is um, starting tasks, initiating mm. tasks. Um, and so like, you know, that's that's already a big deal for me anyway. So now when you want to compound, you know, being tired anyway, it's mm. just like, it, it can be that much more difficult to kind of start things. But when I am even eventually able to start, um, it's like there's the um, poor concentration from being tired because of the chronic anemia. Mm-hmm. And then obviously um, we, we suffer from um, low concentration levels anyway with the ADHD. So it just feels like mm-hmm. it's a double whammy. Yeah, both Do you know sides. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they just kind of... You know they're playing ping pong. Moving a buzz, buzz, buzz. Tell me about don't it. Don't get me started. <laughs> so your girl be tired. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. But um, mm. yeah. So I think it just for the longest time it just feels like I'm spinning my wheels, like nothing ever gets done. Mm. And when I am able to kind of do things, it's just like a very slow um, pace. You know, taking hella breaks. Mm. You know, getting easily distracted. Um, so there's that. Um, I would also say that, you know, with the ADHD, um, it can lead me to kind of forget to take my medication because mm-hmm. um, I take um, something called hydroxycarbamide for my sickle cell that helps me manage my um, sickle cell symptoms. So like on a regular, I, um, I'll be forgetting to take my medication. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that could be linked to the ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say that um, I am somebody that has a low tolerance for stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's definitely derived from the ADHD, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And so um, I am a highly sensitive individual, highly mm-hmm. emotional um, individual, um, mm-hmm. have been for my whole life. Like I was always like labelled sensitive, you know, and, you know, it's just something that I've like just grown accustomed to. Mm-hmm. But with that, like, um, obviously stress can be a big um can cause bring the onset of a sickle cell crisis Mm -hmm. so it's just like I feel like there's just that as well and that's how they kind of overlap with each other and stuff Mm -hmm. um and obviously as you can imagine um when I do go into crisis that is like a traumatic and stressful thing in itself so then Mm -hmm. it's just like do you know what I mean it's just this kind of um ordeal so yeah I would I would say like those are the main things that I can think of off the top of my head but um yeah it's a it's a big thing mm. <laughs> that I'm navigating. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so interesting because when you said you mentioned the fatigue and feeling tiredness, I was like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> ah, mm. is, this is my life. Because um, <laughs> it is so it's so true. When I think about this, my, my sort of symptoms, and people don't realise that you can have symptoms with the trait. Yeah. Um, it's not as, you know, 
life-threatening as a crisis mm. um mm-hmm. but you have kind of like the fatigue the tiredness the the low iron mm. which iron is so important in our daily lives but you know mm. ask me every time i go to doctor it's like oh, yeah iron levels are low mm-hmm. i'm just like yeah. um did you not read the cool story read, yeah. like the past notes. 10 years yeah. and it, it's been like that I've tried unless you want to inject me and sit me with mm-hmm. like with iron then by all means but they never suggest those things but that's another conversation mm-hmm. for another day yeah. Um. but yeah definitely the sort of like feeling fatigue and the tiredness is is and my energy it like I have energy bursts so like mm-hmm. this morning I was literally up at 6am applying for something ask me at 6am on a Sunday <laughs> Juliana, out of all days, mm. out of all things to do. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, I'm tired after mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah. So try to kind of like keep myself doing stuff. Yeah. Um, definitely links. And like you said, with, um, you know, forgetting to take medication. Yeah. Oh, child, that is yes. oof. Mm-hmm. Like I also have um, depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I struggle with taking my meds. And yeah. sometimes I can go into sort of kind of like, really heavy onset um anxiety where i don't want to leave my house yeah. and all of that stuff and then i'm reminded that maybe do you know because you didn't take your medication and yeah. you haven't taken it for the last three or four days yeah. um, so then I, I have to kind of like bring myself back to doing those that yeah. that um so everything you've sort of said yeah. so proper proper relate um mm. how about yourself viv yeah, no, as you were talking, I had this head in the earrings are clinking. <laughs> oh, gosh. Especially, like, um, like when you were talking about being told, you know, you're highly sensitive yeah. and, like, oh, listen. Big <laughs> sigh. Rejection, rejection sensitivity has me in a choke. Hold. Listen, the thing loud. The thing loud. It's very like, loud. Hey. It's like, why are you shouting at me? <laughs> I'm a child of God, stop shouting at me. <laughs> Somebody could be whispering. I'm hearing shouts. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not easy. I will literally cry. I'll <laughs> cry. I'm probably... Give yeah. me a click. I'll cry now. <laughs> if you want tears, you'll see tears. <laughs> but yeah, no, that one I fully relate to. Yeah. And like, the way you explained it was really good in terms yeah. of like... It, like, for other people, it might seem like, oh, being like really sensitive or like not being tolerant to, to stress. But actually, the impacts of those things, people can't relate to yeah. it. Like... If somebody else gets stressed, they might shout and then go pub and have a small pint and then they'll go about their day. Yeah. But actually, if stress can have such a huge impact, because it has an impact on the body in general. Exactly. But then now add on sickle cell, yeah. that stress in the body can exactly. turn into something. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The costs are higher. Yeah. Um, and I think it will be good for people to acknowledge that. So it's like not Absolutely. to see it as, oh, you know, people are just being overly emotional or whatever. Actually, no, this is like a big deal is, this is yeah. life or death this is trying to live a high quality of life like yeah. you deserve to live so yeah as you said that i was just like yeah not for real and yeah. it's okay to feel that way as yeah. well like and i think it's one of the reasons why like um now i'm trying my best to find like strategies to mm-hmm. um you know regulate my emotions um, mm-hmm. better and stuff like that but because a lot of the times it will seem like you know um, my emotional reaction doesn't kind of match the stimulus or like whatever triggered me mm-hmm. um, but you know I, that's just me do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. like um, you know I don't want to have like a high tolerance to stress um, you know what I mean I don't yeah. want like, to you know I will remove myself from the situation and stuff mm-hmm. um, but just another thing that's kind of popped into my head is like um, it's a, uh, you know periods as well so like that is you know especially when you like um, think about 
um, with the context of sickle cell as well. Mm. Like you're, it's like physically draining, mentally draining, emotionally mm-hmm. draining, and obviously um, we know that like periods can worsen ADHD symptoms as mm-hmm. well. So like, um, it's one of the reasons why I try. It's not always possible, but mm-hmm. I try to kind of let myself off the hook. Like I have zero expectations of myself when I'm on my period. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like, listen, just chill out and just kind of because mm-hmm. right now, like you know doing anything is going to take all of your might all of your mm. energy you need to conserve that because your body is in a fragile state because exactly. just in the fact that you're on your mom or my period yeah. or whatever um so yeah i just wanted to throw that in there as well that's big that, yeah, yeah that's absolutely big. I, I even think <laughs> just naturally like being on your period and, and just the stress and the emotion and mm. even the week yeah before yeah like the pms be try, PMSing, try, 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 like, try. loud loud <laughs> Uncle, you can't see, you can't see what I'm doing. Grab my ankle now. So, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, 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 oh God, it's everything you're saying is just so, so relatable. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, like, with because I relate to that as well. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> the irony because, like, you were saying with sickle trait, um, and I didn't know this for so long. Like, I got well, they tested me again when I was like 20, no, I was 18. Because uh, I ended up in hospital and they just did the test. Even they didn't even ask me, Sha. They just came and gave me one card saying sickle trait. So okay, fine. Now I've know I know this thing. They gave me one docu- one A four document saying you know when you go to hot countries, stay hydrated and mm. blah blah blah. That was all. It's only like five, six, seven years later that I'm constantly being told that I'm anemic. Um, you know I'm like if I do intense exercise for the next two days, I'll be like in bed, whole body yeah. sore, taking ibuprofen, and in my head I'm just like, oh, I just need to get stronger and to train more not knowing that actually no, when you yeah. have sickle trait there's like some of your blood cells are also sickle shaped yeah. so yeah. in the same it's like you're experiencing similar things but like you said it's not to the same extent it's yeah. like a lot lower um but just trying to like understand how that impacts me and the period thing chai <laughs> ah 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 like, it's, it's loud because yeah. we're also yeah. losing blood so yes. people are already learning exactly blood. so it's just like yeah and the anemia is just kind of doubling down doubling even more down. so it's just it's a it's a huge ordeal, but yeah. um, it's quite sad that um, individuals with emcical trait are not kind of taken seriously because they don't have the full blown yeah. um, disease. Like no, you can't. I have family members with sickle trait, um, mm-hmm. and like they, you know, for example, my mom, she, you know, she gets tired a lot mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so yeah, like you, it doesn't mean that like they can't experience um, symptoms even if it's not to the degree that yeah. um, people with the you know full blown um, condition yeah, yeah. do. So like yeah. Yeah, I've been beefing. <laughs> I've been <laughs> beefing because I legit. I remember I was. I kept saying because my blood was low again. I'm fine. Like there's points where I'm like very clearly anemic, and sometimes where they're just like your blood count is low. For me, as far as I'm concerned, it's the same thing. But they're like, no, if it's low, it's fine. I say, okay, fine. There was a point where I was like, I feel like I'm back to anemia again because I wake up in the morning, I'm seeing stars. But they're like, oh, it's fine. That's just but you know, it's because you're vegetarian. You need to include red meat in your diet. I said, sorry, did you hear what I said? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I said, I'm vegetarian. How's the red meat going to come yeah, in? Come in. Was it? it? I don't know. Is this soy? Like, I, know, also, I, I, I definitely feel like they need to, like, provide, the, like, you know, same way, you know, people mm. do sort of dialysis mm-hmm. when they have, like, a kidney disease. There needs to be some sort of kind of, like, um, opportunity for, like, you people know, low, blood. low, low iron yeah. count, you know, where we can have iron, like, you know, injected mm-hmm. into us so we can have the enough energy yeah, to manage yeah. life yeah, yeah because if it's so important then provide yeah. help me like help yeah. me because they okay. helped me they were airing me for so long literally it took me ending up in a and e not knowing what was wrong like nearly fainted at work 
um, took me to A and E, and then they were like, "Oh, you're anemic." So I'm like, yeah. "This thing I've been telling my GP, and you're telling me it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Eat red meat." Now I'm in A and E. Now they've given me prescription to the extent where I'm like fighting them to like do the test to find out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like it's just all the fighting, and it's all the like. I don't want to use the word gaslighting because it's used too much, but it's like <laughs> let's call it what it is. Yeah. It's what it is. Like I'm saying to you, this is what's going on, and you're saying, mm, I don't think it's that. Yeah. But then on paper, why don't you give? Like I'm asking, what is my result saying? You're not yeah. telling me. Yeah. So it's like, do you know what I mean? And when you consider the fact that. Um, you know, um, sickle cell is the biggest blood disorder that, you know, affects mm. the black community. You'd think that there's more awareness, like, mm-hmm. especially in the healthcare system, mm-hmm. but there's not. No. They still kind of pass you from pillar to post. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't even know how to get screened. Um, you know, you would think that and there would be more advocacy, even though things are getting better, so I won't, mm. you know, play that down. But, like, you know, you'd think that more people would be willing to kind of um, give the blood mm-hmm. and things like that. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you ask somebody in the community what sickle cell, and they're still kind of, they're still gaps in knowledge, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So yeah. um, more needs to be done, definitely. And we're going to get on to that giving blood. <laughs> yeah. We're going to come to that. So kind of like steering the conversation back, um, a common... Um, misconception is that you need to have sickle cell um to be affected by it the truth is your life can be impacted even obviously like we said with the sickle cell trait um so kind of before we were recording we were like discussing this we had like a meeting mm-hmm. um and one of the areas i'd like us to discuss here is medical care which is obviously mm-hmm. kind of going to we will dig <laughs> deeper um, <laughs> so obviously like we were saying kind of feeling frustrated that going to our medical practitioners and mm. telling telling them you know i feel tired i feel weak mm. and all of that stuff and being told that oh yeah you know it's just this and you're like well no it's i have this or mm. i have that um and like i mentioned numerous amount of times where i've just gone to doctors and they would, and they would say oh yeah we'll do a blood test blood test comes back Oh, your iron count's low. Well, um, my iron count's always been low. You kind of see it on my mm. record. So I don't know why this is a continuous thing that you need to mention to me because mm-hmm. I kind of know this. Um, and then also kind of like going back to the tiredness. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember kind of going to my doctor and saying, oh, I'm just really, really tired. I'm constantly sleeping. I'm a nap babe. Like, <laughs> yeah. give me that ministry, I, baby. Let me tell you. Rest is what? your birthright. <laughs> <laughs> Please say it again. I want it on a t-shirt. Rest okay, is your birthright. Damn right. Because I just I love a nap. I need mm. to have a nap to just kind of like bring back the energy again. Mm. And then some people are like, Janelle, you're nothing again. I said, look, mm-hmm. let me tell you, don't watch me, watch yourself. <laughs> because this nap is needed. Mm-hmm. Um so it's kind of like what sort of like misconceptions have you kind of like had going to your GPs and your uh. medical practitioners <laughs> and you're just like roll eyes and it's like yeah here we go again. I could be here for weeks, months, <laughs> years. Deep sigh and black girl. Listen, listen, <laughs> because I've got so much to say. Like I think. Um, Medical racism, full stop. Like, that's, Period. The, that's the that's first, it. Full stop. that's the, um, you know, the, the system, the healthcare system is laced with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just such a shame because it really means that when, you, when you're desperately in need of care, you don't even want to go to A&E, mm-hmm. you don't even want to have um, hospital admission because sometimes, and I know that there's other indi- individuals with sickle cell that can relate, that like, you, sh- you think you're better off at home because mm-hmm. like you can probably look after yourself better than the experience than you're, that you're going to get in the hospital. But like, there's just things like, you know, um, pain levels not being believed, mm-hmm. you know, they're just like playing it down, you know, constantly asking for um, increase of um, 
pain medication and they're just like palming you off and mm. just being like oh we, we just gave you morphine an hour ago whatever the the case may be and it's just like it's just so deeply dehumanizing mm. and just makes you feel so small um in a place where you're supposed to be you know lifted up or yeah. being nurtured so it's just um very frustrating you know i've had times where i've been in hospital you know um had this uh, you know severe um sickle cell crisis and mm. um you know had to be admitted um and you know i think i was in there for about a week and um, still in severe pain, even with all the pain medication, mm. the, uh, you know, drip and fluids that they were giving me. And, you know, I remember when the doctors were doing their rounds and they um, came into my ward, they were like, oh, right, we're going to discharge you. I'm Try. like, hello? Try. What? Why? <laughs> I still, I'm, I said I'm still in pain. Mm. Oh, and, you know, you, oh, you don't look like you're in pain. Oh, Do you know no, that one? No, no. And it was just like... I just wanted to kind of like jump into a hole because I was just like, mm. there's no way that I am going to be able to... Um, you know survive at home because i'm still in a lot of pain like mm. and it's just yeah it's just a dehumanizing experience and it's just um more needs to be done because mm. like you know um you know and there's another thing as well it's like um a lot of people with sickle cell um, anemia are stereotyped as addicts you know just wanting you know more drugs or more pain medication when really and truly like if anything we're playing down our pain mm -hmm. do you know what i mean it's just mm. it's terrible mm. it's terrible and yeah more needs to be done i think because yeah. <laughs> yeah that's crazy um, the fact that the doctor is like i'm gonna discharge you did you, you don't yeah. look like you're ready to be screaming down the world and oh. i think that's it like because like um it, it it can seem like it's an invisible condition because like mm. you're not like i don't know bleeding or you know there's not you can't it's mm. not it's all like the pain internal. is kind of internal yeah um, but it's in the blood. <laughs> exactly yeah. so um yeah they just i think they just they they don't they they just like take the piss it's 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 so interesting because you kind of think that you know the medical kind of like medical like profession has come a long way but there's still like 10 steps backwards mm. when it comes to you know kind of realizing or understanding that you know there are invisible diseases. Mm. There are things that just can kill people. Mm, and, yeah. you know, to sit there and just assume, oh, because you look able, yeah. you know, ableism. I'm going to... Yeah. The ableism mm. is... Uh, the, oh, I've got a story, but that's for, <laughs> that's for off the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, like yourself, Viv, you kind mm. of said that, you know, there has been moments where you have been, you mm. know, in hospital and explained and, you know, mm. they've kind of you know, kind of just, like, brushed you off. Like it's common knowledge. Like, I was going to say, in response to what you said earlier, though, like, um, because I know they statistically found, I know it's with black women when they're pregnant, that they're less likely to get painkillers mm. than, their, like, white counterparts. Yeah. So there's something there about, like, when black women say they're in pain. Yeah. They're not, the, the pain is not validated by, like, health professionals. Mm. And in my, my fear is that the whole black women strong thing it's like they're assuming that if I'm crying, my tears are different to somebody else's yeah. tears. Yeah. Or if I say I'm in pain because I'm not hysterical, yeah. it means that it's not really that deep. Exactly. Because I should be on the floor. Yeah. Before, uh -huh, yeah. before somebody actually yeah, judges. Yeah. yeah. And that's just so... Because like, why should we perform pain no. to yeah. be heard and validated and protected? Like, we shouldn't need to perform. Our words should be enough. So as you said that, I was just thinking, yeah. oh, like... Because even the words, it, wording, like, you know, it doesn't look like... But that's by your standard. Exactly. The, the way you think people should look when they're in pain. Yeah. Or the way you think black women should look when they're in pain. But that, yeah. you're not the standard. What the person's saying, exactly. I'm in pain. Exactly, yeah. If they yeah. would just believe us, then, you know, it would just be a, a you know, a more 
um, smoother process mm-hmm. and just a more positive pro- process. Like, yeah. and when you think about the fact that, like, you know, um, being in pain, uh, you know, or sickle cell crisis is such a traumatic event anyway. Mm-hmm. You now want to kind of, you know, add that all, all of that external stuff on top of it. It's mm. just, it's, 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 it's so sad, and yeah. it, it just makes the experience so. And then you kind of internalize things like, is it my fault, or mm-hmm. is it like this, that, and the other? And yeah, it's just, you know, you know, you, you shouldn't have to wait in A&E to be seen like there should be like different protocol for mm-hmm. for people with um individuals with sickle cell um mm-hmm. or you know when you call the ambulance and they're like oh you know we'll be there and like and it's like two hours have passed and so you're just Terrible. like yeah it's just it's it's, it's mad it's not good enough um in terms of like my experience with medical professionals yes yeah, it's, it's pretty similar just not to the same degree yeah whereas like, i remember the first time when i started realizing i was anemic i was probably like 24 um but then they were saying oh i was like i can't get out of bed like i, I can set my alarm fine i know adhd fine like <laughs> no, i don't want to get out of it fine but this one is different like, this is very very different i can feel the difference now it feels more like before i know it's my mind like my mind is not allowing me to get out of bed but now physically even when my mind is ready to say ah <laughs> you it's, it's now looking at the body like why are you not catching up Mm. And I'm telling them that it's getting harder to get out of bed. Like, my motivation is low. I don't have energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are all things that you have with depression. I'm like, ah, the same depression that I had before. So it's mutated. <laughs> so it's a different... I don't understand. Like, it took steroids. Like, <laughs> it just advanced itself. It advanced. It went to uni. <laughs> it scaled up. And then it was only when I went back the third time, they said, okay, what we'll do is we'll do a full body count just to make sure that, that only for them to now say that, okay, cool, you're very anemic. Put me on that F, F small pill. That, the iron one that, yeah. that makes you constipated. <laughs> that I was mean, drinking with green tea because... When the that. doctor said that to you, I said, mm, okay, I said I'll collect it. Did, you, where, where did it go? Is? Where is it? I'm not taking that. I Shy. said, for me to be feeling bloated wanting to go to the toilet from one problem to another bouncing right Uh, but yeah it was it was after going back and back and i think that's the part that wears me down where it's even so the lot this recent time that um i've had to go any and then go back on the iron tablets like i remember literally wanting to so they said they're gonna retest the blood they retested my blood but didn't test the iron and i'm like i tested for iron like hello you had one job and i'll it's like the fear of... I genuinely didn't even want to call them back to ask yeah. them to like redo the test because the fight to even get them to do the test mm. and I'm having to explain to them, no, you didn't book the test, it was A&E because I ended up at A&E and they're the ones that said I'm anemic. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I'm like arguing my case just to like make sure that I'm all right. Yeah. And I remember at the time I was just like, ah, I'm about to go abroad. I don't want to fit to... Yeah. I don't want to be... She's like, let me know who's Because <laughs> healthcare out there, it's not free. Yeah. Uh-uh. I have to Need pay. Insurance. I have to pay. Or have... Yeah, yeah ex- you have insurance. Yeah. So that stress, like... And I think that... I'm trying to not do it. And it's good sometimes to have community because, like, sometimes when I get anxious, like, I'll put in the Discord. Like, oh, has anyone experienced... Because I remember before, it was my period. Well, I kept going to them. Like, Look, my period has lasted a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, help me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's still within normal. Oh, it, well, this... And they was like, oh, you've got polycystic. One one doctor says you have polycystic ovaries. One says, well, you don't have you have uh, size on your ovaries, but it might not be polycystic. Which one is true? Somebody told me. Like, yeah. so, so I think you just do the relevant test yeah. instead of like, I think I know I believe yeah. I choose. I'm sure. 
See, are you a medical doctor? Yeah. How can you have the solution? Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. You think that these people that do did seven years. Seven yeah. years. Seven to ten F- years. FY1. FY1. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, man. You leave the place more confused than you came, came in. in. Like, what is going on? What have you been doing all this time? Just in. So. Oh, <laughs> no, man. So I genuinely like I get anxious now, and I've, yeah. I'm already anxious about like there's certain things that will just dr- drive my mind to like think of all scenarios. Yeah. And now I'm getting nervous to call the GP at eight a. and I fight <laughs> for my for my call to yeah. speak to the GP just to say can yeah. you test me because I don't want to I don't want to fight like I and I feel like I'm asking for too much yeah. or like oh maybe it's me maybe I'm just overthinking it but actually then when the results always come back like my gut is always right mm. yeah. so but I'm it's like it's very it wears wear and tear because you're already dealing with your ADHD life of, yeah. you know, I'm forgetting stuff, I've missed this, I'm, you know, I can't, I can't start this task that I was supposed to finish two weeks ago. Then you're managing, I'm tired, I'm taking, you know, vitamin C so that I can yeah. take, do you know what I mean? There's so yeah. many things you're already doing and now on top of that, to just get the help you want, I'm even scared because I don't want the GP to start biting my neck off. Like, yeah. it's long and I know the system is tired. Like, I know that yeah. everybody's stretched. I know that, like, the NHS funding is not hitting the places that it needs to hit. So I understand the wider context, but as it impacts me as an individual, it's not helpful. No, of course. Yeah. So, no, it's not easy, man. No. This has been sort of, like, interesting, but I want to kind of, like, steer the conversation mm. a little bit more into, like, education. So mm. um, I'd like to understand how sickle cell has impacted your education. Um, mm. So, yeah. Mojo? Um, yeah, in my, like, um, so, like I said earlier, like, my, I had my first... Um, crisis for um, around the age of 10 and so that's when I started to kind of have a uh, gain a better understanding of how it affects me and stuff like that but in terms of like my school years like I was in and out of hospital mm. um, as you can imagine um, just like and then that leads to you having to play catch up mm. um, you know in terms of education and stuff um, so yeah it was quite hard um, also I even remember in primary school like because um, I had sickle cell like um, I wasn't allowed to, I was allowed to go swimming, but like if the the pool was too cold, I wasn't able to go into the pool mm. because it's just like, no, like that might trigger a crisis or whatever. Mm. Secondary school, like um, PE, like winter months, I was like, nope, that's not me because like it mm. might be too strenuous and mm. like it might just kind of um, cause a crisis. And so, yeah, like things like that, it was just, um, you know, yeah, playing catch up and just being kind of excluded from certain um, activities because it might just... Um, overwhelm me or just be too much and Mm. stuff so yeah um I think when I think about like sixth form like I did well in the subjects that like um I guess this is kind of maybe going into ADHD now but like I did well in the subjects that had like a good interest in like Mm. sociology English but like everything else is just (laughs) (laughs) fell down science maths what (laughs) don't have to talk about that but um yeah so it was a it was a struggle. Um, university as well, like um, I had to get an extension mm. for my dissertation mm. um, because of like health like um, concerns and stuff like that. So like just constantly playing catch up, ch- constantly trying to kind of uh, match my peers or whatever. Mm. So yeah, it was just kind of a little race. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh, big up you for getting through it. Though. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy doing it with with no complications is even hard. Yeah. So let alone like under undiagnosed ADHD yeah. and sickle cell. Like mm. big up you for pushing through it. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. And it's so interesting because I'm I'm thinking because obviously I 
didn't find out that I had the trait until I was 24. So mm. kind of going through life, just, mm. you know, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling this way. But and then also not finding out I had ADHD until maybe like, well, last year. Mm-hmm. And I'm 30. I'm not over. <laughs> I'm 34. Ah, um, that don't cry. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> yes. um, so sort of kind of just going through life uh, being just the unknown and just being yeah. kind of deemed oh Juliana you're not trying hard enough mm. or Juliana you're being lazy mm. get yeah. up do this do that and to apply yourself yeah when all of this stuff once mm. I started getting the diagnosis for certain things I was like oh it's making sense mm-hmm. but you still had this I still had this guilt mm-hmm. of like oh well you know why am I tired today? Why mm. do I feel like I don't want to do anything today? Come on, you know, Why everyone around you. Yeah. Because mm. it's been ingrained in me. It, I've been made to feel that, mm. you know, because I'm tired or I don't want to get out of bed because my body physically can't do it. Mm. It's kind of like, you know, how do I then kind of go on with that? Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's actually quite interesting because I was even thinking kind of like when I think about school Um. and I only had access to my medical records maybe like, beginning of this year um and seeing all like previous sort of things um Mm -hmm. and it's more linked to kind of like adhd Mm -hmm. so a lot of like the teachers the head teacher at the school i went to actually identified that there was you know i I had behave and back in those days it was always called behavioral issues Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. problems Mm -hmm. Uh, and approached my parents and my parents typical nigerians (laughs) ah my daughter is okay. She's fine. She doesn't need help. God forbid. God forbid. What, what, what sort of nonsense are you putting on my daughter's head? And they're just kind of like... Because um, it's my enemy, no? <laughs> but in the end, it feels like... Obviously, they didn't know any better. Yeah. But that could have helped me in so many ways. Mm. You know, having that additional support yeah. in class. Mm. And I did sometimes did have that. Mm. But not all the time yeah. you know kind of teachers understanding okay juliana has this or you know when juliana gets frustrated because i used to get frustrated in class so much mm-hmm. because the information wasn't going in mm-hmm. or i was just distracted i was always kind of like told juliana does apply herself but she's easily distracted mm-hmm. um i heard that when i look at my school reports i'm like the trigger was distracted mm-hmm. easily distracted concentration it's like their favourite vocabulary in the mm-hmm. dictionary. Um, so, yeah, education for me was sort of like, as much as I loved learning, mm. it was difficult because, mm. you know, trying to apply myself, trying to stay focused mm-hmm. and all of those things. And even now, I'm sort of like an adult where I want to do everything. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Today I want to be a DJ. Tomorrow I want to be a comedian. Tomorrow yeah. I, the next day I want to be a writer. Nah, if I could, I can be a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> if I could fly, oh, yeah. I will be doing oh, that. The possibilities <laughs> are endless. It's endless. Yes. Let me tell you, when you have ADHD, oh, you right. want to do everything. Oh, and when I have the discussions with like my brother and sister, they're like, oh, Juliana, here we go again. <laughs> Another what, story. What is it this time? What do you want to do? I'm like, you know, I think I'll be doing research and the research is so intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can spend hours on the internet. Have a focus, babe. Yeah. I'm like, I decided I'm just going to, I'm just going to be a vet. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I 
and Daisy. <laughs> Daisy is my, my first start into veterinary life. So, Shout out Daisy the dog. Let's, yeah, like, let's go down that route. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then the following day, I'm like, no, actually, I want to be a doula. Mm. <laughs> How do I get into that? Mm. Let me tell you. Oh. My mm. mum was like, so she tries to keep up. Everyone mm. tries to keep up around me. I'm like, look, I, I want to do everything because I think what people don't understand that... Um, well, it's a blessing to yeah. want to be able to do all of those things yeah. and I, that's what I love about you know yeah. my ADHD digress is being able to kind of be like oh to soak, yeah. Yeah. to soak in all the information and mm. just be like oh I'm just going to learn something new today yeah. let me tell you my general knowledge yeah. <laughs> let me tell you add me to a quiz I know the answer <laughs> yeah, I want you on my team <laughs> let me tell you quiz. that's what's up um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, I'll pass it over to you because yeah, that's your yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I relate, man. You're talented. That's what we are. <laughs> um, but with school, my I think when I look back, I realized the main thing where my sickle trait was coming up was with athletics. Mm. So I did a lot of sport, and now that I look back, that helped me maintain concentration in school because. I was always being taken out of class, whether it's netball, rounder, basketball, <laughs> athletic. Like anything I could do, I would do because I wanted any excuse to get out. Yeah. But then specifically with athletics, I would do 800 and 1500. And whenever I would finish, I would be in pain for wow. days. And I remember I, there was a point where I sat down with that teacher. I said, Miss Dimmick, I remember. I said, Miss, I can't do this one anymore. <laughs> Like literally, I was like, no, the pain I feel was too much. She's like, look, babe, this is the finals. It's the last one. Da, da, da. I won. I still had that gold medal somewhere in the cardboard box. But I still had that same yeah. at the end. One my whole body. And now that I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, of course, that's what was happening. Yeah. Like, I wasn't hydrated enough. Whatever yeah. was going on with the blood was going on. Yeah. And I remember like people used to think I was exaggerating until they would see like how stiff yeah. my body would get on the way back to, um, back to, back to ends. Because they're always out of ends, competitions. Um, so I think that was the main way it came up um, for me in school. And it kind of continued. Like, whenever I would do intense exercise, but then I just started like taking it down to, I need to drink more water. Mm. I need to just get stronger so my muscles get used to it. But obviously, it's never going to get used to it because it's blood. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't drain blood. So, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> the education thing. Ooh, ooh. As much mm. as I'm like, mm, do I want to go and start learning again? I'm just like, oh. That's what I think sometimes. I'm just like, mm. It's a long road. <laughs> it's, it's really a long road to even just even get the degree, let alone yeah. try and think about completely doing another mm. sort of like one eighty and do another su- subject. It's it's, easy, it's yeah. really not easy. It's kind mm. of like now having the knowledge that I have now where mm. I didn't before. Um, you kind of think, mm, do it. Am I really sure about this? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's really really super interesting. Whilst we're on the matter, what about relationships? How has relationships with your friends and family and partners been affected by sickle cell? Ooh. <laughs> um, I guess for me, in the context of like um, friendships, it can be quite um, socially isolating because you know, if I've um, if I'm not feeling my best, you know, I might not be able to come to social like events or things of that nature because like 
um, if I overdo it, that could bring the onset of a, a crisis. Um, I actually remember one specific um, time, this was like um, quite a long time ago, but um, I got the opportunity to go to um, China with my university. Yeah, it was amazing. Like the itinerary was amazing. We got to kind of go to Beijing, um, climb the Great Wall of China. Yeah, it was amazing. Like I'm so, it was one of the best things that I'd ever done, especially because um, you know, with sickle cell, you're even worried whether you can do like long haul flights because of the lack of oxygen and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, I was actually advised, you know, by parents like, no, oh, you know, it might be, you know, it might not be safe to go and stuff like that. But um, my hematologist was like, no, you got this, yeah. you got this. So, like, I'm glad because like. I got the travel bug um, from then, but anyways, I got that's. Yeah. Let me not go on a tangent. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I remember like one of the days or one of the nights, like we got back from some activities and like the rest of the um, students that I went with, they were like, "Oh, let's go and kind of sample the nightlife of China," and my body was like. Mm? <laughs> you better sit you down. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in that take, bed. But I don't see several <laughs> seats because you might, you might, not, you know, it might just get long for you. So I was just like, you know what, you guys, I'll be there in spirit. Have a drink on me, and I'm just gonna kind of like stay in the hotel and stuff. So those kind of things, like you, you just kind of have to like know your limit yeah. and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, friendships, like it can just be like, I'm not coming to that. Sorry, not sorry. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I hear that. <laughs> what about you? Respect it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's. I think because with the sickle trait, it's more for me. The way it impacts me is like the the tiredness and like how I feel after exercise. Um, so I guess the. I think the main thing is like when I hit the serious fatigue. Like when it's a combination of like my period being really bad, um, maybe my diet's not really great, haven't been balancing my time properly, and then just like where the exhaustion comes in, and then feeling like I want to spend time with people or people are doing events doing stuff and then it's like I really want to go and logically there's nothing I'm doing on this Friday evening <laughs> however because I'm already exhausted I know if I do this now and then do something tomorrow do something Sunday by Monday I'm flat out and I can't do anything yeah and it's like trying to communicate that without sounding like I'm just making excuses um it's hard. really hard yeah it is and sometimes I do do up avoidant and just oh fell asleep <laughs> No, you didn't. You didn't. Just tell the truth. <laughs> tell the truth and shame the devil. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I do be falling asleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oops, sorry. Anemic babes are going through it. <laughs> <laughs> People think you're cheating, not knowing you're snoozing. Netflix is asking, are you still watching? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, no, sometimes I do fall asleep, but sometimes it's just anxiety and like not knowing how to word that I, if I do this now, um, it's got, it might like knock ruin. on effects yeah. yeah and I, like, I don't know what it is but I just haven't found the ability to confidently explain that to people yet yeah. same so I just same. run away yeah <laughs> like because yeah. you it's kind of hard because you feel like nobody understands and yeah. like sometimes for me at least um, and I've like felt like this with ADHD and um, sickle cell like even like the the thinking about how you're going to explain it is exha it. Exha exhausting it's like, yeah. yeah so it's just like oh, you know what like the people that get you just like they know you don't have to say too much yeah, you know, hopefully yeah, yeah. um and i'm still kind of trying to navigate that and stuff because like you do feel like awkward or um comfortable but like you do have to kind of build up some confidence yeah so to say to be it, able to it? yeah yeah i'm gonna get there yeah me too <laughs> i'm with you in the same yeah. boat <laughs> or oh, i just wait so. for my friends to be like oh so do you know i was thinking like i can't bother today i'm like fantastic <laughs> 
Oh. Yeah, those are the best. <laughs> those are the best. Now I don't feel bad. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Literally. I'm that sort of person that's waiting to the last minute that I'm like, I have to have a conversation with myself. Mm. Yeah. Again, the guilt comes into yes. it. Because like, yeah. you know, you've rescheduled twice already. Yeah. And then it's now the third time. It's just like, ooh. Because obviously, like with my anxiety, it gets so severe that I'm scared to leave the house. Yeah. yeah. So even trying to kind of like, I have to literally sit down and think, I have to mentally mm. work myself up to want to leave the house, yeah. to want to go out, to want to actually socialize. So sometimes not being in that space and then thinking, oh my God, how am I going to tell this person that this is yeah. the reason why? Because naturally everyone sees me as this jolly-go-lucky person. Yeah. It's just like, oh, but you're always happy all the time. La, 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 la. Yeah. I'm it's saying amazing. being happy is tiring. It's, yeah. it's really tiring. It takes yeah. a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so even when I think like about relationships, so I like, you know, my family, my family's sort of understanding. My sister's always kind of like, Juliana, don't stress yourself. Mm. Yeah. Because again, linked to the ADHD I feel I feel like when I put add more stress to my health it really brings out a lot of things so I have panic attacks um and then also kind of like the the tiredness is severe and then insomnia so I just don't help myself get to a point where I'm so so stressed it just makes me even more sick yeah Yeah. so most of the time they're like oh Jillian how are you I'm like I'm sick Mm -hmm. again yeah oh yeah I know yeah. <laughs> I, How do you think I feel? <laughs> do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because it's just one of those things where I allowed myself to get so stressed and overworked by something that it's now physically affected my body and it's made it even worse because, like, you know, I'm not taking the right sort of care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Routines out the window. Out, exactly. Mm. Um, so when I was, I was always sleeping. I remember my partner used to get really upset. It's like, oh, you're always sleeping. Because I'm anemic. <laughs> I'm, tired, like, really, I'm genuinely tired. I it was okay. Then after a while, it just got to the point where they understanding, and I was just mm. like, they, like I get it. I want to be able to spend time with you. That's it. I yeah. want to be able to kind of like chill and not mm. fall asleep. Or You're halfway through the film. Once I'm comfortable on that sofa, there's nothing. Nothing is stopping these eyes from shutting and doing snuggle like. You know, feeling happy in the bed. Like, I'm sleeping. I'm sorry. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things. Some people don't understand. Some people do. Yeah. Do you know what? My do friend you? said this to me the other day. It was like, um, you know, I'm with someone now where sometimes I go to the house and we nap together. And that's our Let quality time. Let me tell you, that's why I need to find the babes that I can nap together Listen. with. Because, hey. That, that too is quality time. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, oh, that's my love yeah. language. Yeah. Hey. Nap. No man, honestly, I think that's where I'm like in that limbo where I'm like, I want to spend time with you. This is genuinely what I want to do. Yeah. And that's where the like guilt and the anxiety comes in. Cause you don't want to say no. You actually want to say yes, but you have to say no to sustain yourself yeah. to be the person you want to be. Mm. So it's like that in between stage. So if I did that sweet spot, yeah. make I spend time napping together, ah, there's equivalents of that everywhere. So maybe that's where the next stage is. Like, yeah. how can I be myself, sustain myself, but also spend time with loved ones? Absolutely. Yeah. Communicate that. Exactly and that. I think um, that's something that I'm trying to, like, implement. Like, for example, if I have, like, a... Uh, if I want to meet up with a friend on Monday, I'm not doing nothing for Tuesday, Wednesday. Then Thursday, maybe I can do something. Then, like, I have to, like, make... 
you know scheduling gaps so that yeah. I don't kind of exhaust myself yeah. Yeah. it's hard it's easier said than done though because like you know sometimes just things you know th- there might be a bottleneck of like events or whatever yeah, and it's just like happens. you know what do you kind of commit to but like yeah it's just kind of hard to explain those things but you have yeah. to just kind of um you know try and stuff um yeah. maybe we need to figure out a script amongst each other yeah <laughs> yeah like it's just <laughs> so what lie are we gonna use today? yeah yeah what are we gonna tell this friend <laughs> yeah i can't make it because yeah. honestly even if it's just like a little breakdown of like guys at the moment life is xyz right yeah. now so i need xyz amount of time i really want to spend time with you but yeah. i can't at the moment because just some, something nice and like yeah. yeah you know as a resource there because in the moment it just feels because there's all this stuff going on in your head mm. it's like finding the words is hard yeah. so if you have a pre-made one where it's like okay i know i can just copy and paste this yeah, yeah. and the person hopefully will understand yeah yeah and do you have times where like you know you're like all the your relationships like your friendships whatever like they're like you're on fire responding quickly mm. and all of that and then you just drop off like you're just like you check out and it's just like oh where did she go like she was just <laughs> like yeah like she i have that a lot and like i just need a lot of space sometimes and yeah. i don't want to kind of engage and stuff and like again trying to like explain that to people can be quite mm. like oh like what's, you know, just another thing do you know what i mean yeah. so like it's just it's something that i'm very paranoid about and like still trying to kind of work my way through as well but yeah because um, i don't want people to think i'm hot and cold yeah but it's yeah. genuinely and I, so i've noticed it with my period as well like when i'm off my period gang <laughs> watch me there <laughs> you're out here it's like yeah <laughs> what yeah. that on me where she opens the door she's yeah. like that's me i'm outside yeah. yes then give me a week and all right yeah <laughs> give me a week and then i'm humbled again <laughs> but it's like, like oh. i'm genuinely that per- i don't want to pretend to not be that person in those moments yeah. just because i know in a week's time i'm going to lose my energy yeah again. <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. like, i want to live up that babe yeah. <laughs> like let me tell you that's exactly the, honestly exactly exactly me like for example like obviously carnival's coming oh. up oh, and yeah. there's back to back to back back events mm-hmm. so my friend's like i'm going out already on wednesday my friend's like oh, i think on thursday i'm like hey mm-hmm. <laughs> if i now say yes to this and then saturday my next friend wants me to come to a food market thing mm-hmm. yeah it's it's like, you're waiting carnival Monday, yeah. Right? It's carnival. yeah i'm actually doing what i said i need to preserve my energy yeah. because mm. if i don't i i spend yeah <laughs> Everybody will see you in that place. Everybody. For real. <laughs> so it is, it's about knowing which sort of like events and which things that you can kind of go to. Even though like like you said, like I love to be outside. I want to be with my yeah. friends. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same <laughs> time, I'm just like what? Yeah. I, uh, maybe not this one. Yeah. Let's let's to get yeah. it. It's the sustainability. Um, rain check. <laughs> yeah, rain check. That's my favorite word. It's accommodating our needs. That's the bottom line. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're doing. Because and it's the, and I think that's the difference. Like the intention is not to avoid like deep down. It's not like I don't want to spend time with you. It's genuinely just accommodating our needs. Yeah. So that that's the grounding point. Yeah. Can navigate from there. Um, going back to the question, I think something else I just remembered as well is like, um, cause it was about like relationships as well okay. and family, friends and yeah. stuff like, um, in relation to like family and stuff, I do think like, um, especially with growing up with, um, sickle cell, like I was definitely wrapped in cotton wool, like my, um, you know, you know, always put on a jacket so don't get cold or, you know, don't do this or don't do that. And like, um, I think obviously they were doing it from a place of love because they didn't want me to kind of end up in the hospital because they know what that looks like. Yeah. Um, and obviously it can, you know, I can be 
uh, in crisis for weeks and stuff and it can just have a, a lasting effect on me. So I do though think that it um, led to me kind of um, having limiting beliefs like oh, I can't do that because of this or I can't do this so, um, you know and yeah so I just wanted to kind of throw that in there because yeah. I think it's important to talk about that but uh, yeah. you know certain things can trigger it yeah a lot of the times yeah parents are immediately trying to be like i want to protect you yeah. i want to make sure you're okay you know make sure that you don't get to that place where you're in another crisis yeah or those sort of things my with my mum it's sort of interesting because every time i get sick she was like ah oh, you're sick again yeah i'm just like i sometimes naturally i feel fine mm -hmm. but the panic onsets because it's just it could trigger anything yeah, else yeah, yeah. um so it might not be like oh you're sick or like you're tired but it's where's that tiredness coming from that could potentially lead into something else yeah um exactly so for example when i had covid you know everyone some people came out of covid feeling like oh i had come out a couple of weeks like really really exhausted and whatever whatever i came out of covid with a potential heart condition mm. so i'm now doing further tests mm -hmm. because of the fact that i had covid and it's now affecting my heart yeah. and I'm doing all of these different things which now I had to pause on kind of like going into my ADHD medication mm. I can't even get oh, medication yeah. because of, so I'm just like please mm. <laughs> when I know every time I talk to my mom oh, they, they, the test came back this much like oh god again yeah. I'm like yeah I know but then at the same time it is sort of kind of like I don't know whether it's a natural Nigerian mm. parent thing where it's just like don't be lazy. Yeah. It's just like, but no, not it's really not laziness. I'm I really, literally I'm have really a tired. aversion to that word. I'm just like, yeah. don't like. Ugh, it By is definition. The word lazy is someone who has in, they have an in, they don't have the intent to do something yeah. that they know they should do. Yeah. The majority of the time, we're not being lazy yeah. because we want, want to do, to do it. Exactly. exactly. It's something else that's blocking us. Yeah. Whether it's task initiation, whether yes. it's fatigue, whether it's brain fog. Yeah. But the intent is there, so that lazy does not suit what we experience exactly mm -hmm. struggling with trust initiation yeah like, ah but i didn't understand that no. one yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would like to kind of go into um what we were discussing at the beginning which is mm -hmm. family planning mm -hmm. and obviously future wise you know kind of like as people who carry the trait mm -hmm. and as somebody who um has sickle cell yeah what does family planning look like for you in the future and if you want to kind of like mention that mm -hmm. stuff like that um, I think it just means that for me um, that I have to be conscious um, of my um, partner, future partner's blood type mm -hmm. um, and make sure that like, you know, that we're a match and stuff like that. Um, you know, um, I believe like they would have to be AA, um, uh, which is a blood type, by the way, mm -hmm. so that like um, if I did want to have children that, um, you know, they could, that, that there's a higher chance of them not having sickle cell. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's definitely um, a conversation that is quite sensitive because it is like, you do, you know, there is so much stigma around it. Like, oh, you know, like, y y y I feel like anyways, like, you know, people just kind of think, oh no, I don't want to be with that person because, you know, I might have this or that and the other. And it's just, the, um, as somebody that kind of lives with the um, condition, it, 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 you know, it just feels a bit like, um, I don't know. It just it, it's a it's a weird feeling to mm. kind of just you know I, I I totally get it though. Like obviously everyone needs to kind of do what's right for them and um, make sure make an informed decision. Mm -hmm. um, but um, 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's sensitive definitely a very sensitive topic but that's what i what i think in terms of future mm-hmm. yeah. and yourself yeah no the same i think um and it's i think actually even though i've grown up with like so in my family and then obviously i've got the trait it's only after i did um a project with uh, a company called room 113 uh where they did a short film called her sick or his sickle journey um that was like basically a, a short film talking about a guy who met a girl who lets him know that actually i've got sickle cell yeah um and then he starts sort of researching it trying to understand and they're thinking about family planning yeah. um and she's she said it you know quite early on in their relationship and that kind of made me start thinking that actually do you know what that's that is a conversation that needs to be had yeah. as early as possible yeah. mm-hmm. um and I, I think like you said it is a sensitive topic yeah. so like you know, I've said it. I've said it early on first dates. <laughs> People have looked at me sideways. <laughs> so, what is your blood type? <laughs> yeah. They're looking at me. This yeah. baby's not. This, this baby's feeling me too much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not knowing, I'm just. I'm just gonna edge. Yeah. I'm just gonna edge. <laughs> <laughs> so planning. I'm yeah. Planning, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm trying to like not take it too seriously. Where I'm like, you know, I don't want people to think because i'm asking this because i'm imagining um wedding bells, bells. Yeah. no 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 it's whether like... yeah and it's whether you want to invest the time yeah into that because obviously like getting to know someone it takes time you don't yeah. want to kind of like yeah. not waste time but yeah waste time i don't want to waste time yeah. do you know what i mean, yeah. I mean trying to yeah. get, get into know somebody to then find out actually yeah, they are they breaking. have a trait yeah. do you know what i mean and do you want to now bring children yeah. to the world potentially, you know have yeah. deal with yeah. you know having Mm-hmm. yeah we have to speak about that yeah and it's, there's like if we could do it now we could do it in six months or a year's time right now sounds good to me yeah so like i've had the conversation to be honest it's actually been quite good like most of the time people have taken it quite well yeah it's been quite oh quite interesting like, oh why'd you ask da, 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 da. yeah and one time babe fine babe said yeah do you have secret trait oh it's been fun Goodbye. on that note <laughs> open up friends. yeah we can't, we can't talk about the boxing yeah <laughs> interest that brought us here we can't be friends <laughs> just and escort me, yourself to the friend zone in fact let me carry myself let me, let me yeah. go to the bin i think that one even burnt me because i actually really really like this babe like Aww. but genuinely we both were like because we both grew up with people with sickle cell in our family so it was kind of like a mutual understanding like yeah unless we're going to try IVF and like all these other um approaches that are coming up it will make life difficult yeah. and we don't want to do that so <sighs> but it's better because now i have peace of mind i yeah. know that i'm doing the best i can and whatever does happen i know i can love that child knowing that i did the best i could to yeah bring them into the world and have the best quality of life yeah um, they deserve yeah so yeah i think that's it that's interesting because um I think looking at it from a lens of um, someone, well, I'm queer. Um, so kind of like my future for me was I would, you know, potentially marry and I get women. Mm-hmm. But what does that look like for me as somebody who is queer and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. I guess I wouldn't say it's easier, but it is conversations you do want to have. Mm. I do want to have with like partners and yeah. people that I end up being with because it's like, you know, if this is potent, this this sort of thing does affect me. It might not affect me it to the point where I um, experience crisis and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you know, there are things that you know that developing uh, yeah. affects me. So it's sort of having those conversations um, and thinking about it, and then also looking at you know donors. Like, what sort of donors do I then want to have if I then want to go on and have children? Am I looking at somebody? If I'm looking at somebody from the same community as me mm. i've got to then consider actually have they 
do they have the trait yeah. because mm. I do and all of those stuff so it's yeah. being extra kind of like not saying that you know you know when you look for a donor you're not being extra careful but yeah. it's having those think, it's yeah, another yeah. sort of layer to sort of think about mm. when it comes to you know yeah. wanting to have children and all of those sort of things and having a, a, a donor mm. um doing it through the donor process mm. um so yeah so I, I I'm kind of like even kind of like when I think about it, I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I want kids. Um, I do want kids, mm -hmm. but just kind of like it's it's scary to kind of sort of think yeah. about all these different things because like actually as a kid, like growing up, you're just like your parents are just like, ah, I just had you because I loved you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you're just like, you know, now you're like strategically. Yeah, you don't have to tell. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They were really on vibes. Do you know what I mean? And now we're like. We're sort of on vibes, but yeah, we had to do yeah. some tests yeah. and we had to make sure yeah. you know, we had to really be together. Yeah. I, I, I love that for our generation mm. because we're actually doing the things that our parents didn't do. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, vibes is all well and good, yeah. but we're taking the necessary sort of precautions to make sure mm -hmm. that the next generation don't... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? And I love that for us. I love that we're we're doing that and we're having these conversations and conversations like this are so important yeah. because you can think back 10 years ago, people weren't having... People weren't yeah. discussing this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just kind of like... It, it felt like it was a silent sort of thing yeah. where... Yeah. yeah and you know people weren't coming out and having the conversations and even with the trait people weren't yeah. talking about it mm -hmm. it was sort of kind of like the stigma thing um and i sort of want to kind of put like a trigger warning um in so if you don't feel comfortable like talking about this then obviously pause and then come back to podcast um but when i was 25 i got pregnant um i unfortunately had a miscarriage but that was the first question that were, mm. I was asked. The father of the babies, where is he from? Yeah. I was like, yeah, he black. And then he was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So we need to get him to do a test yeah. just to make sure. So those sort of things is kind of just preparing mm. the person in an advance yeah. um, for those sort of like um, potential things happening and stuff like that yeah. and it is sort of it, it it's an awkward conversation but it's a conversation that needs to be had yeah it has to be had because like you said you want the quality of life that you the child you bring in yeah. to be at least you know good and decent yeah. not to say that you don't have a, a decent life if you yeah. do have the trait or yeah. the uh, sickle cell but you just want to make sure that you know yeah. they are especially with Yes, looking yeah, around. Yeah. Like, if the whole hey. was good, then it would be completely different. Like, yeah. and I know right now there are things coming out um, to support sickle cell. Like, they've they've got new um, treatments. That are yeah. Coming out. So it's like it's the overall experience. It's because that's the thing. It's an ableist world because yeah. people aren't being looked after who deserve the support. The support is not available. So it's like, what do you want to do within this environment yeah. that we're stuck in? But yeah, it's not easy, man. No. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing that because that's yeah. it's not easy. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't at all. Um, and even sort of kind of like, again, resulting in the healthcare system. Yeah. I felt let down. Yeah. Um, again, I was looked on as, oh, you, you're not experiencing the pain. So we're not going to look to you. Um, and then led it led to me it's that so many things i had uh, is it seps sepsis oh yeah yeah so i could died yeah but all of those things because they looked at me and, ah, she looks yeah. fine yeah. and Ridiculous. i wasn't you know and i was lucky enough because my mom is a my mom is a nurse so my mom had yeah. to literally shake some tables yeah. and why, is, that always why is it that exactly that 
exactly that it just seems to think you know and like you said the nhs is stretched it's completely stretched mm -hmm. but at the same time you kind of think you know people we're still putting our monies towards mm. this that the healthcare system mm -hmm. help us at least yeah that's all we're asking for we're not asking for too much we, we're really not but anyway <laughs> i don't want to wrap it up yeah. but yeah. We're i was gonna say as well like just quickly before you go and like you know you said how um, obviously we're trying to do more than what our parents did um, and like you said, like it doesn't mean that anyone's quality of life is not good. We're just trying to like stand on their shoulders type of thing. Because mm -hmm. what I see is like a lot of our parents mind it anyway. They migrated um, from Nigeria in the 60s and the, in the 70s. Um, so they came with whatever tools they had from back home, did their best, managed, built foundation for us to now come through. Mm -hmm. And it's like now us being born in this country, having the resources we have here, you know, having citizenship, we're not worrying about applying for visa, whatever, yeah. whatever. Like we now have another layer of stability that we can build on so it's just yeah. about yeah. building like yeah. absolutely let everybody do their best and as long as we continue doing that then we're good absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. it's just growing it's all just a definitely um so lastly we kind of want to discuss with our listeners on how they can help others we want to discuss how listeners can help others. On the 30th of October in Stratford, Westfield, London, ADHD Babes will be partnering with Timo and Black Blood Matters UK to host the Blood Drive as a joint effort for sickle cell awareness and Black History Month. Please head over to our social media platforms for more information and join us in giving blood. So how um, our listeners can help each other as well as um i'll kind of like take it back to moji obviously how have you found what are the amazing things you have found family and friends to do for you during crisis and just you know throughout your life um i think emotional support is a huge one um you just need somebody and um, that you can rely on because it is like such a debilitating um condition and you know you can and and with sickle cell it can also be uh you know other things like mental health like you know you can lead to depression and anxiety because like mm. you're almost you never know when you, you're going to anticipate the next crisis it can kind of put you in a state of um, mm. anxi anxiety mm -hmm. so i think just having people loved ones or um, anybody that's close to you like checking in on you um you know my mom she rings me every day she's like have you taken your medication have you taken the med like and i do like as much as i'm just like oh my goodness mom like i'm just like no like it, i do actually i am grateful that i have somebody that is like always there to kind of like remind me like um you know to do this or to take these kind of precautions because um it is a lot mm -hmm. to kind of carry on your own head mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it's you know you do need like a village or a community mm -hmm. um and obviously i've got friends as well that kind of like um tell me about things like um I had a friend that told me about the freedom pass that like people with sickle cell can get the freedom pass so like yeah like there's just so many different ways that you can just um lessen the load and make them make their lives a little bit easier but like i think for me at least emotional support is is key mm -hmm. and stuff so yeah and does that tie hand in hand with like your adhd as well yeah yeah i think because the adhd is um kind of more new mm -hmm. um i'm kind of learning to kind of ask for support um and kind of like um tell people how it affects me so that they're aware of it mm -hmm. and stuff but yeah it's still something that's kind of i'm navigating and trying to kind of understand for myself but yeah i think i would um it would be like parallel to what i said about sickle cell i just need like emotional support and just people that i can rely on and that can get me you don't want to have mm -hmm. to kind of over explain and yeah. and do all of do the most mm -hmm. because that can be taxing and exhausting in and of itself mm -hmm. so yeah cool um so uh before we wrap up it'll be quite a great to kind of talk about like 
what we've learned today and what we you know will take away from this episode um kind of going out to people and stuff so to you man there's so much so much to take away i think definitely i think the the experience like because i think we're talking about sickle cell yeah but i think the experience of black women in like medical care yeah that kind of overarching umbrella that i'm going to take away in terms of like how difficult it is for us to get the support that we deserve yeah um and how much of a, of a battle it can be to just yeah just get like basic human human care yeah um and it's not fair and it's not right and it's something that you know we i guess being able to speak about it means that you know you're not alone yeah um and that's the start of whatever that can turn into whether it's like more studies that highlight the issue so that that goes into the healthcare system and they get called up on things and they get it gets brought to the surface um so i think yeah just like having in the back of my mind that it's actually something that's really important and if there's ways for us to like look after ourselves in these spaces whether it's doing it outside of the spaces or advocating inside the spaces whatever it is but that yeah that seed is like in my head now. yeah so thank you for sharing oh, your experience no worries at all <laughs> um i think i would uh, just hearing our experiences has been refreshing and you know kind of like it's just been beautiful because like you sometimes like you say you feel alone yes um when people don't understand that yeah. this is what you are going through and you know you're experiencing and of course you know as somebody who has this it's kind of like you know hopefully there are um, organizations and groups whether in further tests mm. in how it does affect people um on a day-to-day basis you mm-hmm. know you might like you said you might not have the full blown part of it that does impact us so i definitely will do more research <laughs> we love to do research yeah. we love it we love it we love Hi, it. super focused yes, yeah. <laughs> um so is there anything just before we go again is there anything you'd like to share about what you have coming up Muji? um just before i answer that just kind of going back it's not another thing just popped into my head i thought i'd throw it in there as well i think um if you know somebody with sickle cell anemia um, or even sickle cell trait like um give them grace give them compassion um you know that you know if like that you know life is hard Mm. (laughs) please show us grace and compassion like we're trying our best Mm. and so like that that means the world to us when you just kind of understand and we don't have to kind of it's already such a exhausting condition anyway Mm -hmm. um we don't want to have to kind of extend more energy trying to kind of get you to understand what we're going through Mm. um so yeah i think love compassion and grace is such Mm. a key thing um because yeah it just makes life a lot easier for us Mm -hmm. um but yeah um in terms of what i've got coming up um i guess our people can follow me on instagram so i can leave my handle um i do a bit of writing here and there so Come like on. if you want to <laughs> check on, out uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's i love writing so um and i want to write more about my experiences as it relates to sickle cell as it relates to adhd as it relates to life like mm. and just like navigating mental health and that that kind of um stuff mm. um so yeah like you know follow me and um Likely, I can like share some stuff with you. Amazing. Yeah. Do you like um, handles websites? Yeah. So it's at m o j i underscore x. So yeah, moji underscore x. And that's on Instagram. 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 Yeah. Cool. 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 Mm-hmm. 
Um, and obviously yourself, Viv, um, ADHD Bibs founder. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they find you? You can find me on the gram. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and all that jazz as VVN Sings, Victor, Victor, November Sings. Um, and also my link tree because I do music and performing arts and whatnot. So you can find all my stuff on um, Spotify and iTunes and all that as VVN. Um, or yeah, type my link tree in, which is VVN Sings as well. Amazing. Thank you both for joining us this week it's been an amazing episode i'm so excited i can't wait for you people to listen well you're you're listening now but (laughs) you know whatever um and you can find me uh, (laughs) this is where it gets lost because i don't remember my handles for a lot of things um but on instagram you can find me at jules katrina or jules cat I'm looking at, yeah, 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 yeah. Sean knows. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also a writer, producer. I also have uh, my production company, which is Purple Night Color. So mm. I um, do a lot of stuff on, the, on there. Um, so yeah, you can find me there. And just before we go, 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 um, don't forget you can reach out to us with a message of your Dare Babes advice episode. You can send us a voice note or a written message by clicking the links in the show notes. Um, Again, thank you for joining us for this episode. Please feel free to follow so you don't have to miss future episodes. And we'll love if you can leave us a rating and a review and let everyone know know your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So catch you next time and it's been great thank you bye (laughs) thanks for listening to this episode of adhd babes the podcast if you're a black woman or non-binary person and need help and support in managing your adhd or advice on diagnosis please visit adhdbabes.com no clinical diagnosis is required to join Join us in two weeks for a new episode. Until then, all the love from the ADHD Babes team.